Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This podcast is here to help you learn more about your health and the healthcare system so that you can advocate for what you need. I don't know how this episode will go today. I've been starting and stopping it a bunch of times. Um, I think I just have a lot on my mind around this topic and I want to be sensitive about it and also um, kind of bring my experience to the table as a healthcare provider. Um, So if you are in the U.S., um, and probably elsewhere too, you probably know that um, our, our Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court, meaning that it will now be left to the states within the United States to decide um, if abortion is legal or illegal. And it essentially set into affect all of these trigger laws that have basically been waiting for this case to be overturned so that in certain states, abortion can be made illegal. And I think that this topic is really nuanced. I think that it's something that's really difficult. Um, I think that there will be many unintended consequences from this. And what I'm kind of seeing on the internet again is just a lot of people kind of shouting at each other. So I just thought I would kind of share my experiences around pregnancy and, um, as a healthcare provider and what I'm kind of afraid of of seeing. So if this episode seems a little disjointed, I think that for me personally, I'm still trying to organize a lot of my thoughts <laughs> around it. So yeah. Um, so first, I just kind of want to start with that abortion is a really difficult decision to make. And that I don't think it is ever taken lightly. I think that that's what it seems to it seems to me from from people that post on on social media and from from conversations I've had with people that um, don't want that want abortion to be like completely illegal. Um, think that it is something that people don't really think through before acting on it. Um, So I just don't think that's the case, especially because I know women in my life that have had to, um, that have chosen to have an abortion, that there are some repercussions that they have been dealing with since then. So I don't believe that this is a this is a choice that is <laughs> taken lightly at all. Um so just wanted to start 
with that thought. I don't think that this is something that is taken lightly. In my ideal world, no one would have to even think about doing this and, and abortions wouldn't even need to be on the table. Um, not because I don't think that people should have a choice. I just think that it is such a difficult decision to make and such such a heavy load that that people have to have to carry with them um, even if it's the right choice in that moment, right? Um, I wish that birth control was in a place that um, didn't fail. <laughs> and and if that was the case, then this probably wouldn't necessarily be a topic of conversation, to be honest, right? Um, so with that said, um, I wanted to speak to my experience with my pregnancies over the past, oh, wow, I guess since 2017, right? That was my first um, pregnancy loss. So I have had four miscarriages, um, two of which are considered missed miscarriages, meaning my body did not recognize that um that the pregnancy was not viable. And so it, my body was basically holding on to a pregnancy. So my, my first missed um, miscarriage, I was going to do a D and C. Um, and so basically what that means is they go in and do surgery and, and remove the, the non-viable fetal tissue that is holding on for whatever reason. And then the morning of the surgery, I ended up having the miscarriage on my own. However, um, I was basically hemorrhaging, like bleeding an insane amount. And the medication that had been um, given to me um, to stop the bleeding is a medication that they use in abortion procedures and it is a medication that has begun to be restricted in states where abortion is illegal. Um, while I know that this is obviously not an, not an abortion, right? Um, this is a miscarriage. However, if you are unfamiliar in, in medical terminology, it is uh, diagnosed as an abortion. I believe it's like, I forget what this one is for the missed miscarriage, but there's a specific term for it and it is considered an abortion. And so you could see how that would be problematic then for um, OBs who are documenting and they're coding things. If they um, need to prescribe a certain medication to help pass um, fetal tissue in a missed miscarriage um, and are second guessing if they can give that medication out because their license will then be on the line. You could see how how that would make this a difficult um, medication to give to somebody, especially in a state where abortion has been deemed illegal. Um, and so 
yeah, so I ended up needing to take that medication. Obviously, I'm in the state of California, so there was no no issues um, with me being able to, to access that medication. Um, and then I had a, uh, let's see, I had another miscarriage after James, and then um, my fourth uh, that that naturally passed, and then I had a, a fourth miscarriage and a, another, and it was another missed miscarriage. So I had to take um, medication to get the process going. And again, this is the medication that is used in um, used in an abortion. And so it is <laughs> difficult to think what will happen in states that it's considered illegal. Will um, medical providers have a difficulty um, in being able to prescribe this this medication basically because of how the medical terminology is is coded right now. Um, so kind of the problems with that is is that if you wait too long for fetal tissue to pass, it can start to cause an infection and when you have an infection that can cause um, serious health concerns for um, the person that is, that is pregnant. So if they have an infection that can that can lead to hospitalization um, and it can lead to a possible death for that person. I mean, that's kind of what happened before we, we had these medications, right? Like we just, that's why maternal, uh, you know, death rates, one of the reasons why maternal death rates are were so high for a long time, right? So because we didn't have these medications to help those things. And I think the really, again, the really big concern is, is that in states that abortion is illegal and because the medical terminology, um, like the coding for like billing for insurance and whatnot is using the term abortion, the concern is um, will these medical professionals um, undergo some some kind of litigation that will not be able to allow them to practice, um, possibly with jail time. Um, and so it is a really big deal that um, that this case got overturned because it has a trickle effect not only on people that are actively choosing to have an abortion, it is also on people that um, wanted a viable pregnancy and then it's not viable and so choices need to be made then. So I think that's kind of one of the unintended consequences of, of things. I think that, you know, things will sh will shake out in a way that um, that treatment won't be blocked in those states. Um, but I think as people are trying to figure things out, it's going to have, I mean, just just a strong effect on on people that are pregnant in those states, particularly if they're if they're dealing with um, fertility issues. So I think that's just something that we need to consider um, and make sure that our that our voices are are kind of heard um, around this topic. I think that it's going to lead to probably like medical professionals not wanting to practice in certain states and leaving those states. And and so then what does that mean? What does that outcome mean? That might mean that um, 
that might mean that that parents in those states that don't have as good a care anymore might begin to suffer even more uh, health effects. So again, I think this topic is is super super nuanced for that for that reason, and it's really hard to um, maybe shout at each other on on social media around that. Uh, the other the other problem that I kind of you know foresee with this is that many of many of the people that choose to um, have an abortion are in situations where poverty is a real problem. And so then the question is, what happens to that child when they when they come into the world and they can't be um, financially supported, but also emotionally supported? Right? Like, what will happen for that child? What are the consequences of that? I mean, I think we already kind of see that in in the United States, like the consequences of of having children to parents that aren't like emotionally available and able to to really help their, you know, children grow into adults. I mean, it's really when you decide to become a parent, it I mean, at least for me, I didn't it was not something that I took very lightly. Like it is I am choosing to help a, a small baby grow into an adult and make sure that they are able to be independent and emotionally um, intelligent so that they can function in society. And obviously, you know, as a parent, you can't protect everything that happens to your kids, right? But um, that that's a responsibility that I take very seriously and I think a lot of other parents take it seriously as well and some people um, don't have the resources not only financially but 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 mentally or the support system to really help them um, help them raise a child and so so that's why you know abortion is one of those things that is on the table again I personally um, would love to see a place where we don't even have to have a discussion about this because abortion doesn't even have to be on the table because we have um, health care for all. We actually have <laughs> paid uh, uh, leave for parents so that they can raise their raise their kid when they're you know the baby the newborn phase is really difficult. So having that kind of support. Um, can really change then decisions about should I should I have an abortion or not. So again, this topic is so nuanced and I think it's can be really heavy to look at all the pieces of this. I don't think it's a, a black and white uh, issue. And so I say all this to um, just kind of put my, two cents out of there. Also, this podcast is Your Health Matters, and I feel like abortion can be a really big piece of of your health, not only your physical health, but but your mental health, right? So I hope that this helped to maybe open your eyes to some different things that might be not really thought about um, with abortion. And 
kind of the last thing I'll, I'll say on this, and this is also just like a reminder to myself, like protect your peace. <laughs> so if you are seeing a lot of content online that's like super triggering and makes you feel hopeless, um, take, a, take a step back. Um, know that we do have power to, to change how, how things are going um, within our country. Know that you have power to uh, take charge of your health. Sometimes that, that can feel like that's not the case if you're not being heard by your healthcare providers or the space is not there for that. But really, um, you know, protect your peace. Um, so again, I hope this gave you some, some insights into my meanderings around around abortion. Um, and I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Health Matters. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And to learn more from me, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jackie Fenton. I look forward to chatting with you next week.